0: A Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL all-local podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Friday, March 17th. A bank we know well in St. Louis is among those making large deposits into troubled First Republic. KMOX's Michael Calhoun. What the country's biggest banks are trying to do is keep this crisis from spreading beyond the three big banks, really, that we've heard about so far. And when it comes to First Republic, 11 of the biggest banks are putting together $30 billion. That includes a bank that you can see right here in downtown St. Louis. U.S. Bank is contributing a billion dollars, while Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, depositing two and a half billion. The biggest of them all, Chase Wells Fargo City, depositing five billion dollars each. In all, it's a 30 billion dollar deposit. That's a reversal from days ago when some pulled their money from mid-sized banks like First Republic in favor of bigger institutions such as Chase. The Missouri State Treasurer paid a visit to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis yesterday, checking into the health of financial institutions. Vivek Malik said afterward he was encouraged that Missouri banks remain in good position but will continue to monitor the situation. The Republican Treasurer did take a swipe at the Biden administration for raising interest rates, higher rates, one factor being blamed for the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank in California. Think about the medicine you take, whether it's prescribed or over-the-counter. Most active pharmaceutical ingredients in drugs like those are actually sourced from overseas. And as we think about supply chains and the over-reliance on countries such as China or India, uh, most of our medications, if that API should stop or get bottlenecked, we will not have the pharmaceutical products that we need. That's why the API Innovation Center is working to bring that manufacturing not just to America, but to St. Louis. Kevin Webb is COO of the center, which just received a $9 million grant. He tells Camo X is nothing impossible, that reshoring medicine could mean hundreds of jobs for the region. The judges who recuse themselves from the Kim Gardner case have hired attorneys. The judges of the 22nd Judicial Circuit have hired a retired judge to represent them in the effort to remove Kim Gardner from office. Booker T. Shaw had been on the 22nd Circuit bench from 1983 to 2002 and currently practices law with the Thompson-Coburn firm in St. Louis. All the judges recused themselves from hearing the case that was filed in the St. Louis court, believing they may be called on to testify about their experiences with the circuit attorney. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Instead of congratulations, Congresswoman Cory Bush is being hit with ethics complaints after her recent marriage. A pair of conservative political action filed with the Federal Elections Commission, alleging Bush's marriage to a member of her private security detail violates campaign laws. Last year, the Bush for Congress campaign paid Courtney Merritt's more than $62,000 for services. He has not been paid this year. Federal election law does not prohibit candidates from hiring family members if they're providing legitimate services. About a dozen homeless people who refused to go into city shelters last week when the city shut down an encampment on the Cleeds Landing are now living in tents just north of there on a sandy strip of land they call the Sand Pit. KMOX's Kevin Colleen reports. There's a homeless encampment that seems very active, people walking around. It's on the shoreline between the flood wall and the Mississippi River by the old power plant. This man says the people there are getting services. We're getting a lot more help back here. Like with the food and stuff, like like food yeah. and clothing and stuff like that. At the homeless camp, it's an active scene with people coming and going. Uh, one woman right now pulling out a suitcase. Earlier, another man said he doesn't know how long they'll be allowed to stay here. On the Cleats Landing, Kevin Colleen, wex News. The sheriff and two deputies in Iron County, Missouri, accused of plotting with a man to kidnap his children from their mother in a custody dispute. The Highway Patrol says Sheriff Jeff Burkett and deputies Chase Bresnahan and Matt Cosnad face a list of charges, including gang activity counts. Resident Rick Gaston also charged they're being held in the Washington County Jail. A third underage murder suspect in custody for last month's shooting of a high school girl at Oak and Perry in St. Charles. The 17-year-old boy not being identified, as are a 16-year-old and another 17-year-old, all charged in the death of Liberty High student Lydia Elking. The latest suspect is from Lake St. Louis and is believed to have been the driver in the February 18th killing. Elking was in a vehicle that was fired on during an attempted robbery. A pair of Metro East bars are being sued by a woman who lost her daughter to a drunk driver. Sheila Dancy filed suit against Pops Nightclub in Sauget and next up Sports Bar in Freeburg for serving liquor to 27-year-old Brandon Wilson. He's charged with aggravated DUI in the February 2022 death of 35-year-old Ashley Dancy. She was stopped at a red light on Illinois Route 15 when her car was struck by Wilson's vehicle. A proposal that would allow drug users to buy fentanyl test strips is gaining initial approval in the Illinois House. Republicans pushing for the measure, Representative Jeff Kiker, says the simple test strip will let drug users know if their narcotics are laced with fentanyl. We need to make sure the tools are available, that we can solve the problem on the front end before we have deaths on the back end. Critics say it will promote illegal drug use. Proponents say saving lives is what's most important. The CDC is providing Illinois with $30 million to install HEPA air filters in schools. State Health Department spokesman Mike Claffey says about 1,000 schools will get the filters. We're targeting schools that uh, serve lower-income communities and also in counties that have elevated air pollution counts. Studies have shown cleaner air reduced absentees and promotes better student performance. The filters can reduce pathogens and allergens. Soccer fever is spreading far and wide in St. Louis. This week, it landed at the Magic House Children's Museum. City SC has teamed up with the museum on a soccer-themed exhibit. It features a circuit training workout, a high-tech soccer simulator, and a place for kids to dress up like players. The museum's president, Beth Fitzgerald, says City SC will be a key part of their lives for years to come. We really see this as something you know, like the St. Louis Cardinals have been to so many families in St. Louis. And St. Louis City is going to be just the same, where the children are so so um, excited to emulate the players, um, and families are so vested in soccer for their children. Hear from coaches and players about the exhibit during Saturday night's pregame show on Sister Station Y98 FM. SC plays a home game at 730 against San Jose. Do you really love browsing through museum gift shops? Then you might enjoy Saturday's St. Louis Museum Store's garage sale at the zoo. Andy Hahn of the Campbell House Museum says it gives them a chance to move out some items to make room for more. Christmas merchandise. We're going to have maybe slightly shelf-worn books. Lots of kind of one-of-a-kind things. Something we may have had a dozen of, but there's one left. The garage sale is from 9 to 3 at the zoo's Living World. Aside from the zoo in Campbell House, the Missouri History Museum is participating along with Opera Theater St. Louis, Cahokia Mounds, Eugene Fieldhouse, and the Endangered Wolf Center. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.